0: Today's episode of the Gold Cast is sponsored by anticipation, nervousness, excitement. Raymond, it is here. The Niners are back. Finally, that buy felt like a thousand years. It really did. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They are playing tonight. This episode is going to be focused on the preview and then tomorrow we will be back to recap the events of this game. But we wanted to get a quick episode out as we promised last week. We wanted to get a quick one out. You can listen to. So this whole episode is going to be dedicated to tonight's game. But before we get started, Raymond, why don't you let them know where can they find us?
1: You can like us on facebook.com slash thegoldcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at the underscore goldcast. And you can also subscribe to us via iTunes, YouTube, and Stitcher, all under the same monitor of the goldcast. Like, subscribe, and comment because we love to hear from you.
0: Yes. And Raymond, where can they find you?
1: I'm on Twitter at Ray Solis and on Instagram at Ray Solis1.
0: Nice, and you can find me on Instagram at RudySelise3 and Twitter at RudySelise3RD. Here we go, folks. Monday night football, final game of the week. It is a doozy. It is the one. I don't care what anyone says. This is the game of the week. San Francisco 49ers, Cleveland Browns for NFC West Supremacy. Your professor of fanalism is here. The greatest fanalist in the game is here. Class is in session. Let's go, San Francisco. Are you ready? ready. This is the Gold Cast. Boom! Welcome to another edition of the Gold Cast. We are the voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Salisa Third, and with me is my brother, my co-host,
1: Raymond Salisa First, baby.
0: Boom. Raymond, in an unlikely turn of events that I did not predict, the 49ers are still <laughs> still undefeated, 3-0. A- a- as of this recording and as of the previous recording, the 49ers are still undefeated. The Browns are 2-2. Two two. We are now facing them tonight, Monday night, final game of the week. The Browns, Raymond are undefeated on the road 2 and 0 The 49ers are 3 and 0 the Ram the Rams are in third place the Seahawks are in second place this is for supremacy this is for NFC West supremacy. This is to continue holding the crown. If we win this game, we go to 4-0, and and then we go and face the Rams the following week. But let's talk about this game, Raymond. Give us your thoughts. Where are you sitting on this game? How do you feel? Get, lay it down for the
1: people. I feel pretty good. I mean, the Browns' offensive line is questionable at best. Their defensive line is their strength, but they've really only got one player. That is someone you have to look out for, in Miles Garrett, who already has six sacks on the season. He's you know uh, tied for a f- fourth best or third best in the NFL, and he's he's good. You know, he had thirteen and a half sacks last season, made a Pro Bowl last season. He's been in the league uh, three years now. This is his third year, and so so far, is having a terrific season through four games, no doubt in his talent. But you've got one top pick on that line who's wreaking havoc. The Niners have, what, four or five top picks on that line that are all playing very, very well. Nobody has six sacks on our team yet, but that's because it's been collectively spread amongst the girth of talent that is in our defensive front. DeForest Buckner's playing terrifically. Eric Armstead's playing terrifically. D. Ford is playing terrifically. Nick Bosa is on his way. We all know where that's headed. It's only a matter of time before he starts getting finishes under his belt in the stack stat begins to climb and there's just not a lot of option. I mean, Justin school is going to have, you know, his hands full with miles Garrett, but you know, he's going to have help in our linebackers. He's going to have help with our tight ends. He's going to have help with our fullback. There's all kinds of ad- additional support players that we have to support any kind of pass rush that we're going to get from Cleveland. Now, the Niners threw these first three games, and they've played one less game than the rest of the league, so th- there is that to consider. But we've been blitzed more than any other team in the NFL, despite playing one less game. Pittsburgh is a heavy blitz team. Tampa Bay blitzes quite a bit. Uh, uh, Cincinnati blitzes quite a bit.
0: So you're saying we've been blitzed on?
1: Blitzed on, Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. the teams we no, face. Sure
1: but was a little despite yeah. those statistics, the Browns are not a blitz heavy team because they don't have to be. They can rely on coverages and their base pass rush to, you know, help generate pressure. So we're not gonna see as much as the British. I mean, we might I don't I think they're gonna stick to what, you know, what's working for them for the most part, but if it starts to get out of hand, we might see more blitz packages if, if, you know, if Jimmy G, if Miles Garrett is not getting penetration and Jimmy G's having all kinds of time throwing. So, but at the same time, the Niners have still, even though being blitzed the most in any other team, still have garnered or yielded the most sacks in the NFL. There's, we've, Jimmy G has not been sacked all that much this season it's it, i'm pretty sure it's single digits so that's that's huge that speaks very very highly of our pass protection we know how good the run protection is right now and we know we know that our team is you know really really dependent on the running game to generate the the pre-snap motion, the play action pass, Jimmy Garoppolo really thrives in this area. He's gonna you know I think he's gonna he's definitely gonna have his way. I feel like he's gonna have so this this game is gonna be determined in the trenches, as you know, Rudy. And right now when I look at the matchups between our offensive line, our defense their offensive line, our defensive front, their offense uh, our offensive line against their defensive front. I see mismatch, mismatches across the board. We have way more pressure generators, even if it doesn't result in a sack. We have way more better pass protection, better run blocking. So I just think that because the game, the plays start and in start in the line of scrimmage, we have so many advantages on both sides of the football that I think Cleveland's going to have a really tough time you know getting into a rhythm with their offense and really establishing stinginess on their de- defensive side I just don't see it happening now the the one thing that could hurt us is the fact that we're just rusty we haven't played in a while and even when we did come back it's now on a Monday so it's not even on the same day on the usual day so all of that's um, that's stuff to consider it might happen I think if there is any rush we're we're gonna see it in the first quarter. And then it's gonna shake off. You know, the Niners typically are one of the better teams coming out of the half with second half adjustments, especially with Kyle Shanahan and Robert Sala, who now has a very competent core group that's been able to really, really do some nice things on defensive side, especially with the take in the takeaway column. Takeaways now are really, really good now. Now we're able to we've already surpassed our two thousand eighteen totals. And we matched that in one game alone this year. Jimmy G's only been sacked twice, so I just think that we have a lot of things going for us, and that's going to make things difficult. And I, you know, we'll get to this what our score predictions might be, but so far this is what I'm seeing. In in this when I when I look at the line of scrimmage, because that's where you kind of have to start whenever you're evaluating games. At least that's what I do, um, and that's what I see so far. I don't know what you see, but you know, happy to hear your thoughts.
0: So, same thing. I think this this is going to be determined by our defense, not our offense. Baker Mayfield and company have struggled. Uh, they they kind of came coming out the gate. They really struggled, but they seem to in the last two weeks have really found their footing. And this is a team that, similar to the Forty Nine ers, is trying to make the jump. They're trying to make take it to that next level. They're trying to get over the hump and put themselves back in contention so this is a wonderful matchup for us this is actually the perfect matchup at the perfect time two teams that are uh trying to establish themselves as the future of this league san francisco right now is four and a half uh four and a half point favorites over cleveland that's the spread is four and a half and i think that's that's pretty fair uh the the real trick is getting to Baker Mayfield, right? If we can get to Baker Mayfield, that, that is what will win us the game. That is what will, ter- will determine the game right there. We have to get to Baker Mayfield. The defense has got to come through. Jimmy G has, as you mentioned, has looked a little inconsistent at times, a little spotty at times. But overall, overall if you go from preseason to now, he's on an upward trajectory. And this is the game. Offensively, that more than any of them, any there's one player that has to come through. It's Jimmy G. Jimmy G. We don't, we don't we don't want week three Jimmy G. We want week two Jimmy G. That's the Jimmy G. And that's the, and the question is on the offensive side of the ball, which version of him are we going to get? Are we going to get week two? Or are we going to get week three? Because if we get week two, this is done. This is over. We are going to destroy them. But if we get week three. This could be very close, and the closer the closer this game is kept, the the less I like our odds of winning this game. I believe we're going to win tonight. I don't think it's going to be easy, but I believe we are going to win. And but that's that's really uh, defensively, the defense just has to do what it needs to do. And if it does that, and Jimmy G plays at his potential, plays at the level he's capable of, done deal. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. So that's those are, that's really that's what what where that's where I stand on it. Defense has to get to Baker. Jimmy G has to play at his potential. Those two things happen. It's a wrap. What are your?
1: I think they'll. Get, no, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead what finish were you going to say? I was just going to jump in, but uh, I, I didn't know what you were going to ask.
0: Oh, uh, what? How do you, what? What do you what do you think is a uh, final score? What do you think's going to happen?
1: I think this is going to be similar to week two. I think it's going to start off tight in the first quarter. There's going to be some rush to shake off from the long time off. And then second quarter beyond Niners are going to end up pulling away. I think the defense is going to be able to smother cuz remember if Baker Mayfield starts to throw underneath using Nick Chubb or the tight end then you know and I know that the uh, offensively this team has some weapons and their strength is the pass. You know, they're, they're a top 10 passing offense in the NFL through four games. And that's because they've got a lot two really good weapons on the outside in Jarvis Landry and O'Jell Beckham Jr. And we have, we're have we down our starting corner, who's been playing pretty close to lights out uh, before the injury. So Emmanuel Mosley is going to have his hands full. I think, you know, we should definitely consider Jimmy Ward to start, even though he's, you know, a glass cannon. He should be given the opportunity to start for some extra support because he sees the field so well. When he is healthy, he does see the field very well, and he's very good. He has good ball instincts, and so he'd be a great person to have there as additional support, to especially in given the the safety role and what it does. Especially to they have two long ball receivers uh, on that offense. But if you go underneath, I feel like we're covered with between Fred Warner and Quan Alexander. They've got so much speed to cover underneath throws and the intermediate throws that I think we're fine there. Even if Baker decides to run, we've got middle linebackers that can chase him down. We've got edge rushers that can chase him down. So I don't know, you know, I know he's, he's elusive and he is, he does have good speed for a quarterback. He's probably the most elusive quarterback we've played so far this season. So this will be a big test for, you know, the first and second level guys and that's going to be something to watch because how much how much is he going to rely on his legs to get himself out of jams and how he can't rely on them all day you know it's 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 not going to work if he if he does that and defensively you know they just this team is 18th against the rush their their strength is their pass defense because they can generate pressure and they have a great pass rusher on the edge there but i think you know, you need, you're going to need more than that to stop the best pass protection offensive line in the league. And I, just, I think we're going to get through that. You know, the Niners on the other side, statistically, they're a top offense, a top, th- you know, a top five offense. With the exception of passing, which is more middle middle ground because Jimmy D's had some picks. But remember, it's a balance of run and pass. So uh, unless they're pass heavy, you know, that, that statistic, I think, will get better. But we're the second best rushing team in the NFL. We're the fourth-best offense in total yards, and we score the most. The second. We're number two in the NFL in points scored. We've played one less week, but even with everyone going through one more week, we're still in these top positions. Defensively, it's the exact same thing. It's top five, top, top six, and, and, and better. The third-best rushing defense in the NFL, it, the sixth-best passing defense, the third-best in total yards allowed, the sixth-best in points allowed. This is not going to be easy, and all signs point to the Niners running away with this. I'm thinking something of, along the lines of 35-17 at the end of the day. Wow!
0: I, 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 was, I was, I was thinking like 35-32.
1: Really, that close, huh? Yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be that close.
0: I'll tell you, I'll tell you a couple fun, a couple fun stats. Or uh, here's a well, I guess it's a bad stat. San Francisco is zero and fourteen in the last four games played. Fourteen games played in October.
1: <laughs> they, Jesus. Well, They've lost
0: fourteen straight games right. in the month of October. Well, they've also been they some are, really
1: bad teams though the last four yeah, years.
0: They have. San Francisco is four and one against the spread in the last five games against an AFC opponent. Cleveland is averaging 22 points per game. San Francisco is averaging 32 points per game. San Francisco's allowing 18 points per game. So the uh, your 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 prediction of 30? What'd you say? 30 35 17? There is I mean that's almost exactly on par with that's a, almost identical to the amount of points we're we're allowing teams to do. So you might be right. I I hope you're right. You mean we're sc- we- we're scoring? No, no, we're we're allowing 18 points per game.
1: Oh, right. But You said 35, and so uh, we're
0: we're averaging 32 points. We're right. averaging as offensively 32 points. Right. Defensively, we're at we're allowing uh, 18.
1: Right. Oh, okay. I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the. The uh, your your prediction of 3517 might be right on the money because if you're looking at, at our averages, that's literally right where we're at. So I'm excited. I think 49ers win. I think a close one, 3532. Raymond is saying 3517 in in what we call a royal ass whooping is what that's called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that's the technical term for that. Yeah. Um, So what say you? What do you guys think? We will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow night, we're going to record a post-game reactions. And Raymond, I hope we're 4-0 going against those douchebag little Los Angeles Rams. I can't wait.
1: Yeah, me too. Because that's going to be a tough game. Because we're going to be on a short week. We're going to have one less day of rest, one less day of prep. The Rams are going to have... Extra time to prepare, so they're going to have the advantage. They're coming off of back to back losses, so, anyways, we'll, we'll get into that. But, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's something we'll get into on in the next preview. But, uh, definitely a lot to talk about in that matchup.
0: Yep, I can't wait. All right, Gold Cast Nation 49er Faithful. It is time to rally. The game is tonight. Last game of the week. Biggest game of the season. Let's make this happen. And so concludes another edition of the Goldcast. We are the Voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Salisa III. With me is my brother, my co-host.
1: Raymond Salisa I, baby.
0: We'll see you next time. Same Goldcast time. Same Goldcast channel. Let's go! This is, this is... the Gold Cast.